This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We hope you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that is unapologetically you and then go get it. If you feel like you were meant for more and you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. If I asked you, do you want to do work that you feel is meaningful? Many people would give me a very concrete yes, and they have. But what if I asked you, what does meaningful work mean to you? That answer would likely take a lot longer for you to come up with. That's because there are many areas to consider when thinking about what creates meaningful work for you. And you can't copy someone else's definition of meaningful work. This is something you have to figure out for yourself. To help you cut through all the chatter, we use the Ideal Career Profile here at HTYC. The Ideal Career Profile, or what we call the ICP, is a picture of the who, what, when, where, and how you are targeting your ideal career. It's an in-depth profile that helps you understand what you need from your work and what factors are critical for you. Think about the ICP as a big checklist of all the criteria you need for your personal version of fulfilling work. But before you get ready to create your own profile of meaningful work, you first must understand the elements that contribute to a fulfilling career. Many things have an impact on fulfilling work, but there are seven key elements that have a significantly higher impact than all others. Number one, contribution. This is particularly how you're helping other people and how you're contributing to the world, the way that you show up in a way that's valuable to others. Flexibility and autonomy. Do you have the freedom and flexibility that you need and want? Does that align with the right version of autonomy? Because as it turns out, no one likes micromanagement. So the opposite of that is autonomy and flexibility. Number three, quality of life. How does your work contribute to all of the other areas that aren't work? Is it supporting that? Number four, growth. Growth means How are you learning and growing as an individual, as a human being, and do you have the right variety of challenges for yourself and the right variety of feedback to develop yourself? Number five, signature strengths. Think about signature strengths is when you are operating as your most truest self, particularly the areas that you can't stop doing. A lot of times when we think about strengths, we're actually not thinking about what we consider to be signature strengths. Number six, supportive people. Who are the right people that you want to spend your time around? Who are the people that bring you up as opposed to down? Do you have those people in your life, particularly at work? Number seven, values. What do you value the most? Over the next few weeks, we're going to be sharing short bonus episodes, detailing out each of the seven elements of meaningful work. So let's get into part one of our bonus series on the seven elements of meaningful work. Contribution. All right, I mentioned earlier, this is how well your work supports your desire to help others and make an impact. Let me share with you what this sounds like when you actually have it, when you directly see and connect how you're helping others, because that's the most important part, by the way. Here's what this sounds like when you directly see and connect how you're helping others. I love when people tell me that I've made a difference in their day. 
Okay, so here's what it sounds like when you don't. These are actual words from actual people that we've worked with over uh, nearly a decade. I don't feel like I'm making a difference in the world. I'm in IT. I'm buried in bureaucracy as I try and navigate my projects. So let me ask you a question. Is there a direct connection between your work and how it helps other people? Most people somewhere along their lives realize that they want to be helping people. We hear that all the time, and we never get bored of hearing this declaration. But couldn't we argue that every job in the entire world is helping people in some way or another? I think so. So you have to define your own version of how you want to help others. The scope of helping others can vary widely. The most important factor here is can you directly see and connect the how of helping others? Does the way that you're helping and how you're contributing to the world, does that support something that makes sense to you? Does it feel like helping? And it's very different. This is the part where even though we all need to help others, we all have this you know, human need, from person to person, it's it's so very different. For some people, that is one-on-one type of help. For other people, that is one-to-many. For some people, that is impacting your state or nation or you know, impacting something that is big in the world. For still others, it is impacting a cause that they are you know, deeply, deeply emotionally connected with. For still others, it's the things that they're you know, interested in. There's a variety of ways that this shows up, and you're going to have to find your own version. For example, if you believe in the company's mission because you are helping to shape and guide that mission, and you can see how that's happening, and what your work contributes to others is about more than just making money, then that might feel like helping. Or if you and your coworkers help each other out, and that type of collaboration is part of what you're looking for to be able to feel like you're contributing. And another example would be if you can see the tangible impacts of how your work makes life better for your customers. It's very, very different because if you operate different places in an organization, you might see some of the direct impacts and you might not. All of that said, not everybody needs to see those direct, tangible impacts. Sometimes they need to see the longer term. Uh, sometimes they need to see that one-on-one, this hour I did something that I can visibly uh, tell is making a difference. Okay, this is where I would encourage you to begin figuring out what it is that you need. What do you, what do you need in this world? One super easy way is to go back and think about the past roles that you've had. Where has it felt like you were helping? Begin to notice what those patterns are. A lot of times it's buried in the context. It's not obvious at first. We'll work with people sometimes for many months to delve deep enough down into the context. I know that seems absurd, but sometimes it requires that. A lot of times that's information that's already there. If you've been in working for you know, 5, 10, 20, 25 years, then a lot of times that information is already there, buried someplace, and we just need to be able to pull it out and then go and experiment with it. All right, make sure you listen to all seven episodes in this bonus series. That way you can get a full understanding of the seven elements of meaningful work. We just did an overview of number one, contribution, but I'd really love for you to start creating your full definition of meaningful work. 
your future self will thank you. Adios. I am out. Oh.